Hey everyone, on the podcast this past week, we had on Steve Buzza. We talked about some of his research on if we are trying to hit it hard or trying to hit it accurately, what actually happens. Awesome podcast, make sure to listen to that. But after we got done, we went through our round of quick questions so we could get to know him a little better. First question, the favorite piece of gear that you've gotten, like let's say the past six months, could be a club, a shirt, a hat, or a ball mark. Anything come to mind? You can't ask me that. I'm Team Callaway all the way. I've just had all of my new clubs and I'm I'm loving them. I know it's a plug and I don't care. They're great. My Rogue Driver, that Sub-Zero is so good. So that's your favorite club then in the bag, is that, is that it's driver? It's my favorite club at the minute, yeah. Yeah, I, I was a little worried. I used the Epic last year. And I didn't hit the Sub-Zero particularly well. I hit the Epic far better. So when I when I ordered it, I was a little worried, but it, it, it's performing really well. So, yeah, I'm happy boy when you've got your driver working, just like any golfer. Give us the stats for it. What, what's the shaft that you have in it? What is the what is the loft on it? So I have a Sub-Zero. It's at nine degrees and it is, it's set normal. So the sleeve is just set at neutral. The, uh, the weights are actually at neutral. And then I've actually got the stock X that they've got in there. And I think it's got graphene in it, just like the ball. I'm not going to lie. That's why I picked the shaft. So I, not as scientific as it should be, but it, it, it feels great and it's working really well. So sometimes things just work out. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Let's say it's Monday and you have to play on Saturday. You have four hours this week to get ready for that round. What are you going to do? Four hours isn't a long period of time, so you can't try and do everything. So like I, you have to pick your strength. Try. I'm going to practice a couple hours on my strength because it will be my strength that's going to get me through. So like driving is my strength, so I would go for that. And then I, with the other two hours, I would just be splitting everything up, making sure I do some chipping and putting, just so I, just so I feel like it's it's there or thereabouts. But I would be definitely spending more time on my strength rather than on my weaknesses because in four hours, you know, I'm, you're not going to be able to reinvent the wheel in four hours. So, you know, use what you got, get everything else feeling okay and just try and really pound your strength. What are you going to do? You'd be spending time on the, the range doing that. You try to head to the course, play nine, just hit a bunch of balls. Like what, what's your process? If I got the chance to go out on the course, I'll go out on the course again, especially if I've only got four hours. And I'll probably do the course first and then try and pick some trends of which what I'm doing and then I'll spend the rest of the time on the range. Gotcha. When you hit the range, is there any type of games that you play or any way that you set up uh, hitting some balls that is different? Um, I've, um, I'm quite fortunate because I've got access to a launch monitor. So I've set up some games within the launch monitor. So my, my wedge play was pretty dire last year. I, I kind of changed all the lofts up and I didn't really calibrate myself to the yardages so i've actually done some custom games on on the app within my launch monitor and then i've i'm I'm trying to exploit them some are very much to do with let's say my wedge so my wedge ones are within 20 feet you know i'm I'm not giving myself points for stuff outside of 20 feet and there's it very much weighted on being close you know like within 10 feet because that's what you're going to be able to convert putt wise so the, the games are quite hard and it's not because my short game or my wedge play is fantastic. It's just I need to I need to be honest with myself. And if I'm not hitting it within those zones, you know, it kind of doesn't matter. So those games that I've set up, those custom games, they're the ones I'm trying to use at the minute. 
Gotcha. What, so it sounds like just from our, our conversation, you've, you have access to a lot of technology in your coaching. What are you using most? So I, I've been using, um, I've been using the K motion a lot of the minute. What I quite like doing, so I, I'm fortunate I've got access to that and body track. And I, I'm finding if you use the two combined, you can get real interesting trends. And you can, more importantly, if you get a, get a client come in that, let's use this for example, someone, he comes in and he says, I've always got a flat swing. By the end of the session, I'm not saying you've solved the issue or you, you put them on the right track but you'll give them clear reasons for why they do it. And I think we don't give golfers enough credit sometimes that once you actually tell them why they're doing it, you know, that's kind of the first step to improving. So yeah, but being, being very fortunate to have that combination between the, the K motion and the body track. Um, piece of bad advice that you hear given most often that you wish that you could, uh, you could change in the, in the golf conversation. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to go with the down, keep your head down, but you, you are still seeing it. Unfortunately, you know, keep your head down is, is not a, a great source of advice for somebody that's struggling with their long game. You know, you usually the head. So I, I get why the head gets blamed, but the head usually moves because it's counterweighting off of the actual problem. So it's trying to delve into the problem and not just the head. But I think the head gets blamed for a lot, that keeping the head down. It just, it's a killer for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. 18 holes with some friends. What is your favorite game to play? Oh, that's a good question. That's a hard question because I haven't got any friends. Joe, <laughs> don't laugh at that. Don't laugh. Yes. So we, we used to play a game called Animals, which is... um. Which is ridiculous because you've got you get a different animal for different parts of the course. So you might get, you know, a crocodile if you go in the water. If you three putt, you get something. If you go in the trees, you get. And it's such a volatile game because you can be winning and losing, and it comes right down to the to the end. So a very bizarre game. I, I haven't actually played it for a, a while, but you know, it goes with the question quite nicely. The game of animals. Because you could be doing so well, and then on the last hole, you you miss the fairway. You then hit it in the greenside bunker. You hit it on the green in three putt, and you end up losing. And there might be X amount of money or beers or whatever you're playing for per animal, and you end up <laughs> losing the whole thing, even though you played 17 holes very well. Got it. So you get different animals for doing different things and the number of animals. Okay, I think I yeah. got it. This is a very creative game. So you don't want the animals. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and when you when you've got your friends they it's in their best interest to put you off because it's a it's a game of you making mistakes rather and you you'd be surprised when you've got somebody like the three putt one i think we used to call it the snake the three putt one used to be a nightmare because then as soon as you've got that everybody wants you to be failing and then you want everybody else to three putt every time you go on a green it's a very bizarre game I wouldn't recommend it if you want to keep your friends, but uh, <laughs> it is fun at the time. That sounds uh, that sounds great. I will test that one out. Actually, <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Instructor, or coach, who's had the biggest influence on on you? You know, I I was very fortunate. So I, I had I had Mark Crossfield, you know, helping me out with my YouTube, and 
he's a student of the game. He loves learning. So Mark introduced me to lots of people as well. So I, I had lots of opportunities because of Mark. So it, it has to be Mark 100%. Brilliant, brilliant. And then I like ending with this question because I, I, we get some really interesting answers. But high school, you know, let's say 15, 16 year old comes to you and they say, hey, I want to play on the PGA Tour. What do you say to them? Yeah, that is a good question. Um, it, I say it's tough. It, that's a tough route to go down. And as long as you understand that, go for it. You know, I, I, I think you, you can't go trying to do that. It's such a big thing to achieve. You can't go in it thinking that, well, I'll have a little backup. I don't think you can have a backup. I think you've got to be all in and you, you, you've got to go at it, you know, just A to B, run at it. If there's a wall in the way, you've got to try and run through it. And it, it's going to be tough. You know, and you you need to understand that. And if you're happy to know that you, you there's going to be times it's going to be sad, there's going to be some ups, there's going to be some downs, go for it. You know, and I'll, I'll support you all the way, but it's going to be tough. 